Contumed, South Vietnam, late May 1967. One of the bases I had to visit on the Paymaster tour was Contum. While I was there, I met the commander, a lieutenant colonel named Grimm. The troops had nicknamed him Bourbon Bill. He sat down beside me at the pay table to chat. Word is out that you wasted a VC on the Na Trang runway, Brinson. How'd that happen, he said. I told him the story, not mentioning how pissed I still was to be a glorified cashier. He held his long chin in his right hand and looked unfocused into the distance. Pretty damn good shooting with that thing attached to your wrist. He nodded toward the briefcase and continued. We'll be getting some new equipment to use on the trail. There should be an improved model of the wiretap devices you brought earlier. I'll ask the old man to send you back to work with my people. Sir, I'd be happy to come here and work with your men. I hope that I won't have this damn thing shackled to me when I do. He grinned, shook my hand, and left. On the first day back in Saigon, I got the word. I'd be going to Contum to demonstrate the new wiretap equipment. Although grungy, Contum was a relief from the big city crush of Saigon. The jeep that picked me up was covered in red dust. I was too, very quickly. The place smelled of wood fires and the awful stench created when the G.I.s poured kerosene into latrines and burned them off. Great timing, Brinson. Montagnards, the hill people of Vietnam, squatted beside the road. Some sold trinkets, some sold a cheap useless copy of their deadly crossbows. Through the haze, mountains loomed to the west. Over there, in Laos, was the target for the wiretaps, the Ho Chi Minh Trail. I reported to Bourbon Bill Grimm in his office. He'd just come in from a volleyball game and was wiping sweat and dirt from his face. Brinson, you should have got here earlier. I'd like to go teach you jungle rules for volleyball. Thank you, sir. I'll try them out in a day or so. Got to get cleaned up and check in at the talk. Tactical Operations Center. We have several teams out. Meet me in the chow hall at 1800. Food's pretty good, and we'll go to the club later. My people have a bunk ready for you. During dinner, I met several of Grimm's staff and team leaders. They all looked at me as if surprised by something. I wondered what the colonel had told them. In the club, I ran into an NCO I'd known at Fort Bragg, named Chancellor. He was the one-zero, or leader commander, of Recon Team Georgia. He invited me to sit at a special table reserved for one-zeros and their guests, poured a drink for me, and began to tell the story of his most recent mission. As soon as he began the narrative, the club became quiet. Someone unplugged the jukebox and all attention was on the storyteller. This was Chancellor's tale. The chopper didn't land, as usual lately, just hovered about five feet above the elephant grass. We got the hell out and hit the ground. He paused, getting knowing nods of agreement from others at the table. It was damn dark, and we were working through the grass, which was probably eight or ten feet deep. Then, by the time we hit the tree line, about a hundred meters from the insertion point, it was dark. After all, we'd just gone into double and triple canopy woods. We stopped for a fifteen-minute security halt. I checked my compass and started to move the team as best as I could toward the Ron, remain overnight, point we had planned. He took a sip of cognac and Coca-Cola that many of the guys in-country had adopted. It was, to my taste, ghastly, and probably a leftover from the French days. I sipped two, slowly. I had been invited to sit at the one-zero table and wasn't about to jeopardize my chances of hearing the war stories told by these men. I'd drink what they were drinking. Chancellor continued. My team is damned good. They were good when I inherited them from Markey, when he rotated back to the world. 
Then, after me, my 1-1, assistant team leader, radio operator, here had worked with them for a while. We became an even better team. Chancellor nodded toward the man, a staff sergeant named Jameson sitting next to him, who smiled his agreement. But we'd only moved the team for what I'd guess was a couple of hundred meters in what was damn near total dark when I called a halt. First off, there was a shot in the distance, just a single shot. And as most of you guys know, that sometimes means that NVA, North Vietnamese Army, trackers are on your trail. Secondly, we were making enough noise to sound like a bunch of elephants on acid. Then just as everybody went into a quick perimeter formation, something moved just ahead and off to the right of our line of march. He had everyone's attention. There were three other one zeros and two of their one ones at the round table. A recon team, normally deployed with two Americans and five Montagnards, mountain tribesmen of Southeast Asia, sometimes referred to as Yards or Nungs, who were ethnic Chinese mercenaries born in South Vietnam.